Welcome to the Younger, Smarter, and Better podcast. My name is Christian Alita, and today we have a very special guest with us. Casey is here to talk about the Strengths Finder program. Casey, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Hi, I'm glad to be here. Thanks, Christian, for having me on. Um, I am a certified Clifton Strengths coach. I pursued this certification just over two years ago, and used the tool, implemented it in a public accounting firm that I was a partner in uh, starting in 2015. We had a team of about 100 employees and I implemented the tool top to bottom. Everybody in the organization took the assessment and I found it to be very beneficial. Beneficial individually with affirmation Mm -hmm. in each person about who they are and what they're good at and then collectively in a team environment to help drive performance and engagement in the organization. So after I saw those results, I really uh, fell in love with the tool. I had been practicing as a CPA for 25 years. And just last year, I decided to leave that work and pursue consulting, training, and coaching full-time using my Clifton Strengths uh, training and certification to try to help people identify what they're really good at and really work hard to create success for themselves. That's awesome. Uh, do you mind telling us a little bit more about the the Strengths Finder program, the tool that you've been using to kind of better yourself and others around you? What is that tool? Could you like explain it to us? Yes. The uh, Clifton Strengths tool is uh, was founded by Don Clifton and he uh, created the concept of positive psychology. And he simply asked the question of what is right with people? Psychology was something that he found in the early years of his career as being uh, pretty defeating and discouraging. A lot of psychology had to do with disorders and what's wrong with people. Mm -hmm. And he really wanted to start studying success, studying what is right with people. And if he could identify those patterns of thought, feeling, and behavior that ultimately created success, then we could productively apply those to individuals and create our own success. That's really interesting. I really like that idea behind um, going through and looking like the positive as- uh, positive aspects of people and the, definitely the psychology behind that. I, I've taken a psychology course before and I can definitely tell it's a very, um, I don't want to say grim, but there is definitely a lot of parts I, I'm definitely can see why uh, a positive lookout on that would be beneficial. So how does the, how does the strengths finder program work? Is it like a test you take? Is it like a course, an online course? Can you explain that part? Yes. Um, Clifton strengths is an online assessment of personal talent and identifies areas in which a person has the greatest potential for building strength. Strength finders is also a book. There's a, the book is called Strength Finders 2.0, and it's been out for many years. It's a bestseller. And I would recommend that people go on the Gallup website. Gallup owns Strength Finders. And you can take your personal assessment online and get your individual unique results through that Gallup login. The um, It's very easy to take. It takes about... 40 minutes to take the assessment and the cost online with Gallup to get your top five results is 
$20 and to get your full 34 results is $50. The coaching guide that comes with those assessments is very beneficial. It gives you a lot of information about yourself and it really starts to unlock the doors of how you are uniquely talented. That's really interesting. I like I like the part that you were talking about, like kind of discovering yourself. So when it comes to this is one of the things that I, I hear every now and then, like the more you like really when it comes down to like self-development improvement in these areas, knowing more about yourself, what your strengths are. I think that's kind of where this um, the strengths finder test goes into is figuring out what you are good at inherently and figuring out who you are. I think that really plays a big role into figuring out what you want to do, especially for people that are looking into what career do I want to go down? these different areas, I think that this test could definitely be a great tool for them going into these when they're looking into careers and going into college, these sorts of things. What do you think for someone who's just going out into these areas, how these might be able to help them? It is definitely helpful in those stages of your life. In fact, I found it very interesting when I went to Gallup and went through the certification program. Um, the group that I was training with was about 50 people and over a third of the class was from higher education. Mm. So universities are really embracing this tool. And many universities are becoming strength-based universities, and they're using it in their freshman orientation so that they can really help guide students into areas of study that they are naturally already good at. I think that's the point that I really want to make here is um, we don't think alike. We have very unique thinking patterns. We solve problems very differently than each other. And many times we don't appreciate that enough. We don't understand the unique talents that we bring to problem solving or getting a project done. And this assessment will help you identify how you think, feel, and behave inherently and, and the value that you can bring to a job, to a project or to a team that could be very beneficial. That's awesome. That's great. So when it comes down to, can you give us some like examples of what would be like an example of a strength that someone could have? I know that you were saying that there was 34, if I remember correctly. There are. Uh, the assessment uh, will um, create results that are a part of a 34 theme bucket report. So there are 35 themes that, 34 themes that are um, identified in this assessment, and it will give you the ordering of those 34 themes. So uh, in my top five, my top five is maximizer, relator, arranger, strategic, and responsibility. Mm -hmm. So my maximizer strength is an influencing theme. It's something that I use. Um, every day. And once I got my results and understood what this talent meant to me, I can see it in action in many of the things that I do. So a maximizer talent would say, I am pursuing excellence, that I like the good to great efforts. I like to find unique qualities in people and unique talents in others. So the maximizer talent is kind of funny that it ended up being my number one, um, my number one theme, because it is the uh, one theme that is most closely 
related to just the Strength Finders Foundation, which is we should be working in the areas that we really enjoy and the things that we're talented in rather than trying to fix our weaknesses. So this is a concept that I could tell you for my entire career that I've always felt was a waste of time to try to fix my weaknesses. I thought that was silly. So to find that Maximizer was my number one talent, I had to understand that other people don't think that way, right? Other people don't think about excellence and talent and identifying what I'm good at and understanding what others are good at on my team. They don't see that as easily as I see it. Mm. And I should bring that talent to a group and communicate what I see and the success that I think that we can create together. This theme also creates a communication and an encouragement and a motivation in a team environment that wants that wants us to reach excellence in what we're doing. It's not just about being satisfied or status quo. It's about pushing to create excellence in whatever it is that we're doing. So now that I understand what that looks like in me, I can appreciate it and I can apply it in a much more effective way than I than I would have before I knew and understood it. That's awesome. I definitely like how you were talking about like the what it meant to you and how being able to take that test and seeing your results and how you're able to translate that into what you can do that people definitely think in different ways. People feel in different ways and they approach situations differently. And when it comes to going into the work environment, going into these areas, um, I think some people, when it comes to when their first time in the environment, um, first time going into that area, not really seeing like all of these, like going through. And I think there's kind of this idea that I, I hear or this idea that I hear about like between either peers and student fellow students that like it almost sounds like a cookie cutter like everybody has to like try and be the same when it comes to this thing and I like the idea that this the strength finder focuses on the uniqueness of everyone that not everyone fits into this one size fits all thing that you hear about and kind of what the school system is almost created by between grade systems and all these things only grading people on one aspect realizing that out there in the in the real world in in the workforce and even in in school that there isn't just one thing you can be good at you might be better at math than you would be at english or vice versa and might be take that into talents into different things like you were saying you were a maximizer these sorts of things translating that into what are you doing what can you do well and how can you do better at that i really like that message absolutely i feel like this is so important because i want to understand who who we are as individuals. And I want every individual to feel empowered and brave enough to be that unique person. In a world that we are constantly living with comparison and how we are similar and how we put ourselves in a box or a group, I believe that this tool pulls that apart and it's creating opportunity for you to be you and to achieve your unique success without comparison and that similarity barrier that we face. I think that's that what you said was really, really impactful because I think one of the things that another thing that I hear from peers from reading from this thing, that thing is the idea of success, how it doesn't really, you know, success has like this 
idea once you think of it like you think wealth you think of like money you think fancy car these sorts of things and success what you said is that success might be unique for other people i definitely believe that to be true i think that everyone has their own definition of success once they sit down and look at it when they realize that maybe the car or the the house isn't exactly what they want maybe they want something else something different i think that being able to be encouraged to go look for that going in and saying like you know what go look out what is the thing that you want out of life rather than just the thing that everyone says you should get you know you should be wealthy you should have a lot of money you should go get a house a nice car these sorts of things what do you actually want out of life what do you want to be doing what do you want to do with your time what do you want to do to impact others who are you and what is your definition of success i think that is really you know what is your unique contribution Mm -hmm. right and that really will lead you to the path of your success and really there are so many people out there that would have what we would define as success, but it's not a happy success. Mm. It's a success that was that was expected of them or a success that was put on put on them by family or education. And it isn't their success that was easy or excellent or enjoyable. And that's really the success that we're talking about is creating success that creates a life that you can really enjoy. I definitely like that. The idea is that like, I think definitely the, the happiness aspect of it, how about you contributing? I think one of the things that um, I don't hear enough is about the contributing part of things. Like what are you bringing? Like not, not necessarily what do you have? What do you want to gain out of life? Like in the sense of material things or this thing, but how do you want to give? How do you want to like, give of yourself what do you bring to the table i think that's one of the things that's interesting um if i understand correctly the strength finder is all about what you give in a uh team teammate aspects sorts of things Mm -hmm. what kind of values and traits you have as a person that can help the others around you um is that right with the the whole strength finder part yes to create that complete team right because we can't all we can't all have all 34 at the top of our list we all have a different variation of what we're good at. And we're trying to create create a team that could encompass all of these characteristics because all 34 of these traits have created success. That's mm-hmm. why they're on the list. That's what the research created. These are attributes that were found to create success in people. And there's five rules that we would want to use when we're using strength finders. All themes are neutral. They are all valuable. There is not one theme that is better than another theme. Mm. Themes are not labels. You are not one word. You are very unique. And the dynamic between the ordering of your full 34 makes you very unique. So we shouldn't label someone whatever their number one theme is. Mm-hmm. We're going to lead with positive intent because that's what Strength Finders Foundation was built on. That's what Don Clifton intended is positive psychology and studying success and what's right with people. Differences are advantages. So when we're looking at this from a team aspect, we want diversity on our team. We don't want everybody to look the same. We want everybody to bring unique qualities to the team so that we can create a very complete project at the end. And then the idea that we need each other, that we can't do this alone, that the more diversity and the more people that we have contributing and bringing their value to the table, the better performance we're going to have at the end of the day that's really awesome i really definitely agree with those those five core values when it comes down to 
when it works, especially with teams, I think that's one of the things that also, um, I think when it comes down to looking at this from a being in a school or looking at this these sorts of things, a lot of it comes down to individual work and not a lot about group work. And I think that when it comes down to going into workforce, going into teams, especially it's what can you bring to a team? What can you work on as a group rather than just being like, you know, individual working out on doing busy work and these sorts of things. Right. I'm going to go back to your comment that you made just about um, school and the way the education system is, is set up. Uh, there was a research study done uh, by Gallup around the Clifton Strengths tool, and it was a study done related to speed reading. Mm. It was a group of high school sophomores, and they tested this group initially in speed and comprehension, and they put the group into two categories. There was one group that they labeled normal and they could read 90 words a minute. And there was another group that they labeled gifted who could read 350 words a minute. They put both groups through the same speed reading course and then they tested them again Hmm. to see what their, what the differences would be in the outcome. The results showed that the normal group who was reading 90 words a minute increased to 150 words a minute. That's 66% increase, which is very good. The gifted group of kids that were reading 350 words a minute are talented in this area. And after the speed reading course, they could read 2,900 words a minute. Wow. 828% increase. That's insane. And this is the point. The point is they are naturally gifted in this area. And if they would concentrate on those things and work on those things, the return on their investment is so much greater than trying to overlook that and work on something that they're not as talented in. And so the areas <clears throat> you have more room to improve in what you're already good at than what you're not good at. And most people have low clarity about where their greatest talent lies. And once you know your talents, most of us are not actively working to develop those. And if we did work on those areas of talent, the return on investment would be great. That sounds, yeah, that, that definitely with the speed reading course example, that's a great way to definitely visualize mm-hmm. the, the importance of looking for your individual strength, where you're good at, and see that you can be even better. I think there was one thing that I've, that I've heard before when I'm going in and researching, like learning new skills and things like that, that there's always going to be this group that's the subset that's going to be even better naturally than other people. And once they re- like spend more time practicing that skill or learning about this thing or that thing, right, they're going to get even higher up on the scale of like they can be even better and even better. And eventually they'll get to this point where they're like they're towards the top 1%, right? And then you have this other group where even if they were to put in the same amount of hours and even if they were to work twice as much work, right, they still wouldn't get anywhere close because they're not naturally inclined to be in that field or in that area. And I think that a lot of people, what they do is, especially going back to, especially in the school system, especially in these other areas, people try to force themselves to get up in that top 1% when they're not inclined to be in that area. And it's not because they don't try hard. Of course, if they were to try hard and they were to dedicate their life to this one single thing, then of course they might might eventually get to it. But it's the, the idea of that we try to set ourselves and our standards of ourselves based off these certain areas that might not actually align with us. And that if we were to look for the areas that we do 
like have inclinations and we might actually be able to every hour that we would spend working on one thing we might be able to spend on this one specific area that we're good at and be able to get twice three times as much return as you were saying that one group had an 800 percent increase mm-hmm. in return investment on doing this one thing and that's kind of amazing is thinking of it like not just thinking of like oh a cookie cutter you're you're an individual and you have uniqueness about you i going back to your five um mm-hmm. your five principles those are really good principles especially when going into any sort of area i think people judge themselves too strictly on one specific set of rules and aren't allowing themselves to be unique absolutely what i found when i've worked with individuals um after they get their results back we're not, you're not going to get, I haven't seen this. Typically you get your results and you immediately agree with the results. Once you read, read through the report, the reaction is, is usually, yep, that's me. So I really don't feel like there are any surprises. Mm-hmm. I see in, in individuals affirmation and acceptance of themselves. And sometimes these talents that we have are so close to us. So close to our face that we don't really see them and value them. And this pulls it away from us, puts it in a piece of paper and really identifies and explains what those natural talents look like. It's hard for me to explain it, explain what I'm good at until I saw it in this format and with these words, Mm. because it's so close to me and I'm so naturally good at it. Mm-hmm. that I don't understand how unique that is. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that it comes down to. Like, I think there's a few different things where um, when people are so, like, good at things, like, some people are, like, really good at art or really good at music. And when you're, like, listening to their them playing music or you're watching them, like, draw something, you they don't realize. They're like, oh, you know, this is just a scribble or something. And it's like a, a Mona Lisa <laughs> recreation or something like that, right? It's it's really hard because you're just so naturally inclined to it. Like, I, I'm really good at... Uh, making videos and doing video editing and stuff and for me it's just kind of naturally like for me it's just very natural for me to make those things and make them at such a quality or such but for other people they look at that and like wow you really you really worked on this and really hard in one area or something like that like I don't think a lot of times you hear like I don't think I could ever do that and that's kind of the thing that's kind of like an inclination that like maybe you have something special in this specific area I think a lot of the times especially with creative work with artwork and other such thing like that um, there's definitely a, a wide range of what your natural inclination is in these areas. And I think that that being able to see and realize that this is like, if you're really good, I have one friend who's like really, really good at drawing comic book art and it's really cool to like see it. But like when I talk to him about it, he doesn't seem to like realize just how good he is compared to everyone else. Cause I think there's, there's some things where you, we tend to take our own, um, our own natural abilities for granted. We're just yeah. like, Oh yeah, you know, it just, anyone can do that. Like you, be, I think it's part of the thing is that especially with the internet culture and the social media culture that we have today, the best of the best is being like announced as like a normal almost on the internet. So you like see someone like maybe you can draw like really good comic book sketches, but you go on and you like watch a video of someone recreating the Mona Lisa with toothpicks or something like that. And you're like, right. Oh, you know what? My skill is just, oh, you know, a a normal person could do that. But they don't realize that, like, they actually have really good talent and really good in these specific areas. But other people, and they're just letting other people's images, they're comparing themselves too much and too strictly to other people's, like, goals, their 10 years of experience. They're watching one person who's had 10 years of artistic experience, and they're comparing their three years to it. Right, right. The book, um, Strength Finders 2.0, 
explains the story that many people may be um, familiar with the movie Rudy. Hmm. The story of the football player that wanted to play football at Notre Dame and he worked hard, he tried hard, but it didn't matter how much effort he put into that dream. He was never going to be on the Notre Dame football team. Um, and what if he had identified the areas of talent that he was really good at and put mm-hmm. that much effort into that practice, what he could have accomplished. And I think that's a that's an interesting story to try to understand that return on investment idea that if we really know what we're good at, then we can really maximize those talents to create success. I think that's a really good point, especially when it comes down to and bringing this kind of bringing this all back together is the idea of like being able to do your own your own definition of success your own like you're your own person you're very unique you have a lot of individual talents that other people might not have and you have a lot of things that you might not even realize you have you might take for granted your own natural skills and i think that especially when it comes down to bringing this all together the strengths finder test and being able to identify really what it comes down to is being able to identify what you're good at so that you can focus on those areas so that you can really improve yourselves in those areas um, I think that's a really important thing to grasp, really important lesson to understand. Is there anything else that I'm missing that you'd like to add to this? Um, I just think in closing, I want your listeners to understand that this tool allows a person to explore themselves, to be honest and understand and embrace their natural talents. It allows us to create goals that we can enjoy and accomplish with success that can be energizing and we can stop comparing ourselves and start embracing ourselves. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Casey, for being a part of this podcast. It was really awesome to hear your message. Um, if you guys like to hear more episodes like these, um, you can find them in the description below. You can find some more suggestions for other podcasts on the podcast page. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, stay hungry for knowledge. <laughs>